Hey, West Middle School, Mr. Garvelink here. Hey, today we are going to talk about Chapter 6, Section 3, the Declaration of Independence. And if you remember last time that we left off in our podcast, the British had taken 9,000 of its troops and evacuated Boston. And at that same time, the Continental Congress decided to meet again. And as the delegates began to speak and meet, they realized that this relationship between the colonists and Great Britain was broken. And at that time, they felt there was no other choice for the colonists to declare their independence. So the first thing that they decided to do was form a committee. And the committee had representation from all of the 13 colonies. And they decided to write a declaration. And a declaration is basically a formal statement. And they wanted to write a formal statement officially declaring their independence from the British. They asked Thomas Jefferson to actually head this committee. And what was unique about this was at the time, Thomas Jefferson was only 33 years old. So he's a pretty young guy and with a huge responsibility. And his main job in this declaration was to explain to the world why the colonies were separating from the British. Now, Thomas Jefferson, before he began to kind of create the final version, he had to draft up many, uh, many ideas and arguments, and he wanted to make sure that he conveyed to the world why they were breaking away. All of his arguments were based on a principle of natural rights, and natural rights are rights that all people are born with. Um, it's the idea that people are born with and entitled to equal rights, the rights that cannot be denied and cannot be taken away from anybody. Some other things that Jefferson really felt should be conveyed in the Declaration was the fact that he, he really insisted that a government's main job is to protect people's rights. And that's their sole purpose in society is if, if when a government represents people, people's rights should be protected. Jefferson, as we know in the Declaration, went on to say that if, if, if a government fails to protect people's rights – then people have the right to alter or abolish the government. In essence, that's what the Declaration was doing. It was ending the relationship with the British because they were failing to protect people's rights. Thomas Jefferson also felt that the Declaration should create a, a, a section stating that the power of the government comes from the people. And if you think about it, that's how governments get their power. Okay, People have to agree or have to at least accept what a government is doing. We in our society today, we elect representatives to represent us. And if we didn't partake in the voting process or if we didn't buy into how our government runs and functions, then there would be no way for our government to exist today. Um, now, one of the last and more controversial things that Jefferson did was he listed grievances against the king. And he intentionally listed 27 of them. And I'm not going to go through and talk about each and every one of them. But basically, within these grievances, he was explaining to the world why the colonists were upset. And I'm going to give you a few examples here um, of grievances that were actually listed in the Declaration. One of the grievances he, that he listed was for imposing taxes on us without our consent. And when they use the word he in the grievances, they're referring to the king. So when he says taxes, imposing taxes on us without our consent, he's talking about taxation without representation. Another example of, of grievance listed by Jefferson was he has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures, meaning colonists had no say when or if the British troops were to be allowed in the colonies. So again, he went through and listed these 27 grievances to show that the colonists weren't a bunch of thugs 
or weren't just a bunch of rebels, that they had some validity as to why they were mad and why they were upset. What was unique about this, though, is, is many people found Thomas Jefferson to be somewhat of a hypocrite. You know, one of the famous lines in the Declaration is, um, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. Okay, And when he stated all men are created equal, people said, well, hold on a second. There's slavery going on in the South. And Thomas Jefferson himself was a slave owner. So as we continue to go through this chapter, we'll look at what the Declaration of Independence says in what was happening at that time. And it's kind of interesting to compare uh, those types of things. The last thing that I really, really want you to know and realize is how revolutionary this was of an idea. I mean, they were saying, rise up and revolt, and we are no longer a part of the British government. If you were to do this today, and if you were to, you know, set a, uh, set a group of people that were attempting to overthrow, truly overthrow the United States government, you would be arrested. Okay. And these delegates knew that if they were caught or if, if, uh, the British uh, troops were ever to capture them, more than likely they would be executed. And so it took a lot of courage to jump on board with this idea of independence. Hey guys, thanks again for listening. Looking forward to uh, seeing you um, soon here in class and appreciate uh, you tuning in. Have a good one.